Hey there, this is Therese Skelly, and I am so excited that you are going to be listening to an episode of the Fiercely Brilliant Podcast. Do you like those two words? Fiercely Brilliant. My hypothesis is that you are here for a reason. We all are. Our souls have led us on journeys that have very often taken some twists and turns, and sometimes it's not pretty. Sometimes there's struggle, and there's loss, and there's challenge, and in the middle of that, there's always the way out. And it's those times that often lead us into our great life and work. So you're going to hear stories in these episodes of myself and other beautiful people that share the journey. They share how they got to the place where they're standing, working in their brilliance and being the powerful leaders that they are. So stay tuned and enjoy this episode. This is Therese Skelly in another episode of the Fiercely Brilliant Podcast. And oh, my guest is so yummy today. I'm really thrilled to introduce you to Marangela Parodi. Marangela, number one, tell us where you are, because I've never had a guest here from... Tasmania. So Tasmania. I'm in the little, little island underneath the big island of Australia. Do you know anybody in Tasmania? That is amazing. And I, I have known Marangela for Close to the Antarctic. Yeah. Wow. Wow. For all you geography nerds, there you go. Place it, right? So I've known Marangela for a few years and her, her work is so potent, so powerful. I'm inspired by her work and her story is going to inspire you. So as I always start, I would like to hear love, what you do today and what you love about it. I help healers and intuitive business owners to break through their barriers, to let go of their guilt and frustration so they can really step into their full gifts and, yeah, be be magnificent, be brilliant and share that with others mm-hmm. so that they're making a difference to the world because right now we are really, really needed, all these healers, everything that's happening, we are meant to be standing up and sharing and bringing a change to the world and the environment. That's my biggest calling right now is to help these healers do their thing and bring change to, yeah, the land. Ah, All right, healers out there, those of you who are change agents, (laughs) listen up, right? This is for you. And and that's why I had Marangela here because it's our time, right? We're born for all this time. All right. I know you, this was not a straight journey. You didn't, you didn't get all the support in the world. You didn't, you didn't have like just a little escalator, like, oh, here I am. I'm, I'm here. I know you've had some really interesting challenges in your history. So why don't you start? Because because your story is so beautiful and, and sadly happens to other people as well. So we want to highlight some things in your story. So why don't you just get started? Of course. So I was born in Chile and my family left because of the political problems and went to mm. Australia, Sydney. So I grew up in a very isolated community of my just my parents and my brother and my grandfather so we didn't have people around us Mm. so I was um, conditioned to always follow the rules and listen to my father because he was Italian and had very strong opinions (laughs) and so around you know 16 I've realized at school what do I want to do you know we we were told you've got to decide you've got to plan for the future you've got to make a decision you've got to get a degree you've got to get a job so choosing those subjects for um what career I would go into, I wasn't really sure, but I decided I connected with this lady and she was a naturopath. And I thought, 
Oh, everything I've wanted, yeah. everything I've thought about. Because I used to have really bad acne. I um, I didn't know I was sensitive to food, so mm. I was searching for medicinal things, garlic. <laughs> I'd cover my face with garlic. <laughs> I'd tuck garlic oil and oh I thought, God. oh, no, this feels great. I want to help people with mm-hmm. plants and herbs and nutrients. Mm-hmm. But I was not allowed. So you knew at 16 what your path was or what your soul was calling you to do, right? I could fit. My body just went, yes, this mm-hmm. is it. This mm-hmm. is what you need to do. Yeah. My dad said, no, you can't do that. At that mm-hmm. time, it was a private college. He wouldn't have had the money. You know, he was struggling to support us. And I found like the closest thing was to study biology and give, give up my dream. I was really mm-hmm. resentful of my father. Mm-hmm. how could he do this but I was the good girl I followed the rules but subcon- you know deeper I, I pushed it down I, this is what yeah. I want to do but I resented him for it and so I liked biology my I had a great biology teacher so I decided to follow um, biology and biomedical science so I did a degree in that and studied cellular and biomedical science <laughs> so I went into pathology okay looking at cells um, diagnosing cancers, especially breast cancer or cervical mm. cancers in women. So for 10 years I worked in that industry. Wow. And because I was on the microscope and looking at these cells day in, day out, I had a very difficult manager as well. <laughs> but I was the good girl. I good followed girl. the rules. Right. I did what I needed to do. And then my arm started to play up. It started to get pain. RSI and because it wasn't set up properly and so I had physio I recovered after six weeks so it was good and then a year later we got a new so your body started even though the good girl is being compliant the body's like oh hell no so now you get the arm pain like there, there were signs yeah. right that you're yes. out of alignment yeah. okay keep going yes. so we got new microscopes and my arms start to be in pain. And so did all these other women. There were like five, maybe 10 women in this department, five other women got the same problem. And I kept looking at these women thinking they're much older than me because I was, I was, I was coming up. Oh yeah. I was coming up to being 30 at this stage and all these (laughs) women had a dream. They wanted to do something else, but they just sat at the microscope and just did their work. And I thought, I can't be like this. I can't, this this could be my future, sitting this there, hating it. Yes, yeah. yes. And my body didn't heal. My arm didn't heal. I had physio, I had acupuncture. I saw a pain psychologist, you know, wow. had all of that. And then, then I realised, I've had this understanding now, um, in astrology terms there's a time called the... Um, Saturn return, return. and it comes Mm -hmm. to us around 30, the midlife, Mm -hmm. midlife crisis. And for me, it was the pain. My body was saying, you've got to get out. This isn't for you. This isn't what you're meant to be doing. And the crisis was if I didn't get out, my body would. (laughs) It was talking to you. I, I couldn't lift it. I couldn't wash my hair. I couldn't hang out. The washing, I couldn't do anything. I had it in a sling because the weight of my arm was too wow. much. That's so, severe. Yeah. yeah, severe. And so at that time I thought, what do I really want to do? And it came to me again, naturopathy. You've got to study naturopathy. So I was 
I was getting guidance, but I was ignoring it. Mm. The clarity was coming in. You got to get out. This will get worse if you don't get out. But I was the good girl. I'll follow through. But it, it kept getting worse. And I just, I was in tears. I was in pain. Mm. I couldn't sleep. Even this scrambling, you know, the, there's an electrical impulse you can put on your arms yes, to just scramble yes, the pain, the right. TENS machine. That didn't work either. So I took, wow. I took the plunge and I left. I was pregnant at that time and I thought, no, I'm going to leave. I can't do this anymore because I could see how sick everybody was. Right, and, right. And that could be my future. And it was a big, it was a scary thing to leave and not have an income. Yes, yes. And decide I just, I need to study even though my arm, I don't know how my arm will be with writing assignments or typing yeah. on the computer. But the minute I stepped away, it 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 was like, relax the stress was gone what did your arm do <laughs> it recovered <laughs> Ta -da! oh my god it took a while but it, it recovered it yeah. recovered and I had other treatments of course and then yeah. I could see why that wouldn't heal I could see yeah. why this needed to happen this crisis this dark night of the soul where I was in the depths yeah. of suffering and I had no support and I had all these judgment these eyes at me at work mm -hmm. you know you're doing the wrong thing you must be lying you know you're making this up so all that judgment wow. it wasn't just me anyone that had this and was on workers compensation had the same sort of judgment and wow. it was a really hard path to just decide I've got to get out of this system because it's it's yeah it's what good. else would happen yeah but this was superficial but it but you knowing, knew you knew right I knew because yeah. a lot of people don't know, right? And they're like, yeah. oh, it's weird. My back is out. Oh, and now, you know. So sounds like, and now then you went through naturopathy school. And, and so just kind of grow us up and then we're going to go back. So finish the journey yeah, and we're yeah. going to go back. So through naturopathy, I was still interested in healing. I was doing um, meditating and I had my first son and he was allergic to everything, everything. Mm. By the age of 12 months, he could only eat rice and pears. And so I had wow. stopped eating a lot of the foods he was allergic to when I was breastfeeding. And it was horrific. The eczema that he went through, the oh. years of crying, um, he was so unsettled. And I tried even to give him herbs. I tried to give him homeopathy yeah. and nutrients and he reacted to everything. So I had wow. to just stop and just check in how can I help this boy? Where is it coming wow. from? And because of my biomedical science, I was able to sort of break it down systematically mm -hmm. to, okay, I've tried this, where is the origin? So mm -hmm. I realised a lot of stress I was carrying in the pregnancy while mm -hmm. I was working at pathology. I had to clear that. I was carrying it. He took it on. The stuff that happened to my parents leaving Chile. Mm -hmm. My dad had left Italy as well because of Mussolini. So I had a lot oh of my God, um, struggle about yeah. Yeah, power and power over, over my family. So I had to, wow. I worked intuitively clearing those and past lives that had affected him. So then I could see his skin started to clear up. He started to sleep. So even though I've got my biomedical knowledge, I've got this naturopathy background, it was the healing yes. that made the biggest difference. And so because of that, I started to attract, when I started to work in naturopathy, um, other children with problems, similar mm. issues. So I, I realised 
kids or us that are sensitive to foods also have these intuitive abilities, healing abilities, and they come together. So often we can judge why am I sensitive? There's a sensitivity there for a reason because we can pick up on so many things. And so now I've, you know, developed this amazing business over the, especially Mm -hmm. over the last five years, you know, making six figures, helping others, teaching them how to do the same thing. Yeah. And I just feel really blessed that I can, I never knew back then when I was in so much pain that I'd be doing this now, being able to speak and not be suppressed by other people because that's my biggest thing is not letting um, this, this power dynamic for me was really big about boundaries and learning to just say, speak up and say what I really needed to despite the judgments and opinions. So I think that's the thing that I've had to learn and activate more of my gifts, not just my healing abilities, but being able to speak, being able to channel, um, Mm -hmm. activating my shamanic abilities and working with the land. So all of that helped me to develop. And now my relationship with my son is amazing. He's 22 and now he's, I taught him all his healing abilities. He rejected it there for a really long time, but now he's on track and brings me up and wants to know more and so I feel really oh. excited about my future yes. <laughs> and if I stayed in pathology oh, and God. hesitated I'd just be looking out the window and just wishing yeah wishing it away and it it took courage to take those steps and that's and what we talk about yeah yeah even like leaving biomedical science to take that leap and keeping my books my biology books on the shelf thinking can I let that go can I let that go and even when I've finished naturopathy and herbal medicine and nutrition I was that that was the first thing and and healing was behind me but now Mm. it's like I'm the healer and naturopathy I support the physical symptoms that us sensitives Mm -hmm. and healers have some physical thing and that's why we are propelled forward to find our path because our our health often is um, triggered mm-hmm, or mm-hmm. affected in some way. And that is the pathway. We're searching for solutions, some outcome to improve ourselves. And that's what opens us up because we go through this crisis. It's not, it's an initiation. There's a, there's yeah. a reason behind it. It's not just for suffering. We're okay. meant to go through that eye of the needle despite the storm. And yeah. in that we face our demons, we face the darkness and I didn't think I was courageous, but all I needed to do was just take that next step. And even though it felt like it was suffering for like decades, yeah. <laughs> here I am. But, so, but I on. didn't become this without all of that shaping right. me and molding me and scraping me. To- well, we're going to talk about that. We're going to talk because yeah. Yeah. two parts of my brain, There's there are people that take the law of attraction and they say, you know, is, as you know, I, I had a hand surgery last year, right? Or was it this year? It was almost a year ago, right? Yeah, I had a hand surgery yeah. last year. And initially it was, oh my God, look, something is seriously wrong with me that I, I drew in another injury to me. So it's like mm-hmm. that metaphysical mind fuck. And what I heard yeah. you say is, no, there's an exquisite design that you get to go through the challenging physical things so that... So, so talk about it. Cause I think there's a lot of people that like, oh, I hurt myself again. Or, oh, I don't want to want, it's not fair mm. for me. Like they fight what is. And so how do you help people find the gifts and not think they did something wrong? 
Cause that's easy to get into the like, Oh, what did I do wrong? That's, I know I did. I was a mess. Like it happened again. I got hurt another year later. Right. And so, cause I agree with you on the other side of this, I'm like, woo, big lessons. So how do you help people navigate when there are physical things to not mess themselves up and miss the opportunity the way you made that sound it sounds like juicy and yummy but nobody's signing up for that in the beginning right so how do you help people through that I think there's a lot of dialogue out there that you are you know you have attracted it you know yes, what if, and yes. then you go into what have I done wrong exactly you know I must be stupid but yes, you know yes it's, I'm it's sabotaging little, yeah yes yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I think there's a lot of books around there or I don't know I think mm-hmm. there's a collective understanding but I, yes. that's also like the part of the awakening journey when you're first starting this is what you think what's wrong with me why is yeah. this happening yeah. it's it's a vic- exactly it's a victim consciousness you're powerless to the world you know being right. against you nice think that. Yeah, yeah yeah absolutely I think that but it I've, I've realized especially when I went back to Chile and South America and connected to my roots and the sh- my oh. shamanic abilities started to develop a lot more that we are meant to grow and we're meant to face our difficulties yeah. because that's where our gifts lie. So it's yeah. not like this bad things happen now, now you're worse off for it. Right, there's right, right. always something magnificent at the end Ooh. of it, like there's gold at the end because you have to go into the pain, the pain breaks you up. The pain exposes mm. something. Without that pain, you would just go, oh, life is nice, you know, people having great life. But for us as healers, intuitive, sensitives, we, which we've chosen this path that can look a little bit more difficult because we are mm. activating more of our abilities. So the blessing is there's more in us. And there's, you know, of there's always more. There's a next level yeah. of expansion to receive more because when there's a there's something we've hidden, especially from past lives, that we've kept that safe, mm-hmm. that the mm-hmm. pain or the hurt or something is cracking something mm. deeper open so that that can rise up. Without that pain, energetic pain, the pain body just keeps everything closed yes. in and wrapped and secure. The pain, that aggravation, yeah, Oh my catalyzes gosh. something open and so then it can surface. Yes. I don't think I've ever had anybody that's talked about it this way. And oh. that's the thing because the, the there's pain happening, but what makes it worse is the resistance and the judgment of it. That's when suffering. So you got yeah. pain going, but suffering yeah. happens because of the story. I know for me, when I had my hand issue, it was, mm. I suffered because of my story about the hand. And when I got past the story, then I was like, okay, bring it on. But I love yeah. this distinction that, that the pain cracks you open so that the next layer of healing or yeah. purposefulness, oh, oh, we could just end right here because it's so freaking good, but I want to keep going. Um, I think I the that. biggest thing when you are in some level of pain, whether it's emotional, financial, or physical, yeah. we disconnect. And that's, the, that's where you'll that's where it's prolonged. So we disconnect from the divine channel. We disconnect from the earth channel. And that's when we'll go into, it's too hard. I can't do it. So even when I've had a cold or something, or I've hurt my back or my arm, I had to remember, I've got to plug myself back in. I've got to come back. Otherwise we shatter and leave and it takes forever. That's where people are 
I've had this for, you know, decades or it's yeah. that's the prolonging. I don't want to face it. It's too hard right. Right, or right. someone save me. So it's that's a disempowerment state. You're, allow, you're wishing someone else mm-hmm. would come and fix mm-hmm. you. Old <laughs> body's common. Yeah. Tell reconnect. Me, say reconnect. that. So, okay, let's make that concrete. When you say reconnect, walk me through what that is for you. How do you, like if I'm your client and you go reconnect trees and I'm like, I don't know what the hell you're talking about. You're going to show me now how to reconnect. Can you do that? Yeah, sure, of course. Okay, the okay. breath, the breath brings in the healing. So mm-hmm. imagine or just have the intention that you're breathing down from the divine channel, from your angelic mm-hmm. tra- channel, from the ancestors. You are mm-hmm. always receiving from them in the present. So just mm-hmm. even imagine being plugged up into this yeah. God socket or divine socket so yes, that you can yes. receive receive and then we need to breathe out from mother earth from the land so imagine plugging yourself into like there's a socket in the earth so that you are connected in the shaft of light and then you breathe in both directions you connect to that angelic shamanic frequency and that keeps you solid that is what will help you progress and heal because then the guidance is coming in the healing's coming in the next step will come in but when we're wanting to escape we go into the future we miss the information that's right. coming in right now and i especially love the groundedness because most of us when we're there we're like in fight or flight we're in our heads we're psh, and i love the grounding yeah. connect to the earth remember right like that pulse yeah. the heartbeat yeah. of life that like, yeah. oh, i love that all right let's talk about courage because well let me back up there's so much to say I, we need to have three hours with you i don't know there's the 30 minute thing is going to be way too short there's so many things in your story and and we've talked about this so i know lots of chunks of the story just the epigenetic piece father had to leave because of mussolini then we had to had to leave because of of the of the war and the unrest talk about the epigenetics talk about how that that like was there a moment when you were like Oh, that's why I'm afraid of people or, Oh, that's why, like, like how, because I'm so aware as are you, that the carried energies, the carried traumas of our ancestors or families, mm-hmm. it's a fuck ton. Right? <laughs> if we, if we yeah. don't like, there's our own stuff, there's our own physiology, our own experiences. And those are two very huge things for somebody to have to live through escaping to another country because of war and unrest. So talk about like what, how did that show up and how did you like go, oh, hark, that's it. And then how'd you clear it? I think I'm still clearing it because it goes, it goes back 12 generations. It's not, I don't know what happened back then, but but um, there's been studies and research that our genes are 12, you know, we've inherited over and over and over. So I'm conscious of the last two generations that I've been clearing, but I'll take it back further than that so that um, me understanding about this power struggle, me being scared of my father, he was scared of authority from Mm. Allende in, you know, Chile and then Mussolini because they took everything. They took all their assets. They Mm. took their ring. My grandfather and my grandmother had their wedding bands taken away so so they could melt that. So for me, money, money was a big prosperity, you know, leaking of money. People take that away. So I think that was a big, big impact on my base chakra, my connection to the earth. 
somebody's always going to come take something yeah, away. Yeah. So my nervous system, I, I was wow. always an anxious child. So there was always something bad coming. And wow. I had that ingrained in me, conditioned with my dad, don't trust anybody, don't trust anybody. So mm. for me to be more positive now, the, the damage in my you brain had, expecting you had to, the yes, worst. Yes, you had to rewire, like, right? <laughs> totally, totally. But how, how does somebody know... I mean, you you do this work, but what if somebody isn't you and I and can see and know and tap in with our intuition and stuff? How does somebody start to go, wow, maybe I'm carrying something for, maybe, maybe there's, you know, maybe this physical thing means something or maybe, maybe my anxiety or maybe like, how does somebody start to put the pieces together? What I feel is when people come, it, it is a layered approach because okay. there's so much to go on and you can't just go, yeah. right, I want to clear this. <laughs> um, that could just bring up more aggravation. So it's yeah. just understanding that I just work on the next layer so that the process doesn't okay. be reactive and aggressive and it's just a yeah. nice, smooth transition. Right, 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 right. right. We don't jack so, over people in, yeah. I think even if it's out of their awareness, they don't know, just come back to the breath and we're just asking, mm. I just ask, I want to clear mum's side of the family. I just want to go back and take the breath back to wow. how many generations back to her, her side, her grandmother. So I, I clear the grandmother's side on that lineage. Yeah. So I use the breath. I bring in the light, mm -hmm. I cut the cords, the negative mm -hmm. cords to those grandmothers and what they've been carrying and then I take it to the father's side mm -hmm. and clear that. So you don't have to know what their mm -hmm. story was. You just, I just asked to cut the negative cords that I'm still carrying from those ancestors Beautiful. Beautiful. so that way I'm not bound to their struggle or their mm -hmm. sacrifices or their mm -hmm. lack of support and that works. It works time and time again, just doing that really simple process every day, just imagining mm. scissors or a sword or just even that action. Yeah. You know, I just cut it off from the back because the back, our right, back right, right. is the past. So that simple technique would be great for anyone to try with that intention that when you're connected to your guides, they do mm -hmm. the work. You just direct them, do this, mm -hmm. <laughs> do oh, this. That is so magnificent. So the last thing is, Marangela, how, what I heard was there was the you, this is like identity, right? There was the you that was, I'm the good girl, I'm compliant, I do. And then the thing was bubbling. And then you're one day like, no, no, I'm following my path. So if somebody is, is seeing themselves in your story, how do we get them to say, you get to take a step away? Like, like what, give some techniques or tips, like how, how can they start stopping the voice of compliance or being the good girl or being afraid to follow the dream. Cause that's what this show is about, right? You knew when you were 16 and then er, you detoured for a while and then it came back. So, so what would you say to somebody that's right there and let's save them 10 years or five years? Like let's, let's save them. So what would you, I don't mean saving, but like, let's Accelerate expedite. Yes. Yes. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I, I had the judgment. I wasn't supported. I didn't feel that anyone was around me to help me. I had no 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 family to go to. Um, I was sensitive. So I think in that state you feel like there's nobody to go to, but mm -hmm. you have the power. It's inside. Mm -hmm. The time I've realised that if I don't take the step, my arm will hurt, will 
aggravate or I saw my mother have breast cancer and die because she didn't speak up. So for me, I know if I don't take the step, Mm -hmm. it's really, it could be life-threatening for me. Mm -hmm. So I've seen evidence of that with so many clients as well. If they they prolong it, if they don't take action, it gets worse. It just gets deeper. Like the guides will say, you don't want to do this? (laughs) (laughs) We'll, We'll keep nudging you until you do. So there's, I'm not saying that from a place of fear or don't do it, but you've got to do it. Like you have to do it. There's no other choice but going forward. There's no back door. And in that that free fall, you are caught. You are supported. You just don't land flat. In that I keep doing it and not knowing what I'm going to fall into and I land. It's like the parachute turns up. I don't know. My mind, my conscious mind does not know how it's going to do that, but it, it happens. It just. Can we talk about your Facebook adventures? Cause that's a perfect example. Current yeah. day, what a month ago or whatever, you know, yes. like, so this, yeah. this is an example. I want to give you real world, how Marangela yeah. rolls with this stuff. So tell the story and then, and, and yeah. how you processed it and where it is now. So I, um, I've been on Facebook for 10 years. I'd um, built my following. I had 7,000 on my business page. I'd built mm. a community of 1,000 people in my group. I was doing really well, especially this year, and I got hacked and badly <laughs> yeah. took my credit card. Um, I couldn't get back in, and, you know, Facebook was really difficult. So I grieved. I was angry. I was anxious. I was hoping I was every day I'd go back on is it fixed is it fixed and nothing was fixed and I was I was crying and I went through the dark night of the soul so what you you have to understand this was how she was getting clients her Facebook lives her can like her whole business not maybe whole but but a lot of your marketing was so so imagine one day poof gone and you know how, how delightful Facebook is to work with in their customer service. They were like, yeah. so there was, it was like, you're screwed. Sorry, you're closed out. So you're in the dark night, you're feeling it all. And then what happened? Yeah. I saw it as my castle. I can't get into my castle. Yes. <laughs> like, yes. Hello. Hello. The key? I'm the queen. Come on, let me in. Right. And even in meditation, I saw that I was in the moat. I was in the river. I was drowning. My head was up, but I got to oh the other God. side. And the vision I got was I, I, I'm still going to create something new. I don't know what that looks like. It looked like a beautiful um, Arabic beautiful um, temples and uh-huh. mosques and it, it looked yes. colourful. Yeah. So I thought, okay, that's the vision. I don't know how that's going to happen. Mm-hmm. I retreated. I had space. I realised how much people were responding to me on, on the socials and in some respects I was a bit addicted to it, always mm-hmm. checking in, yeah, taking yeah, up yeah. my time, and then I just I questioned what was that for? Was it useful? Did it benefit yeah. me in any way? I know that it did because it helped to improve my message get better on camera mm-hmm. I was terrible on camera I was scared of everything <laughs> it's really helped the fact that I can speak online it, yeah. it really helped to shape me yes and now I, I came to a place of acceptance and peace and right. how much better I felt not being on it and having that month or six weeks off and I'm going to be opening up a TikTok account and I never thought I'd do very that very nice yeah yeah <laughs> But I went back on Instagram and just did a minute, one minute um, video and the response was fabulous and I've had great comments saying, 
so great to have you back. You know, we really missed your voice and how you bring yes. light to us and you seem so much better and stronger. And so I didn't know what it would look like and I thought it would decimate my business mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and people are still finding a way to contact me. Um, you know, people are still coming, they're still ringing me up. So despite that and that my focus, I had, I went through it. I went through the suffering. So I'm not going to sugarcoat no, that. Were, yeah, you were, yeah. Right. Yeah, I was a mess, but I reached out. I reached out to people. And the usefulness is there was some blessing in that it allowed you to shift your messaging and kind of let go of some of the old energies, the old uh, messages, the old teaching, the old clients used to work. Like, I feel like it helped you go, wait, no, I don't want that anyway. Knew me, right? Yes. I didn't know how to change what I was doing on there and I I would never have left of my own (laughs) choice. But it felt like at the same time it was a bit of a prison. (laughs) So this black castle has now disappeared and I've got this beautiful, colourful (laughs) (laughs) Arabic-looking one. Here we go. I suppose the it showed me I was was a bit linear and this is a bit more feminine, so I'm definitely going Mm. with following my intuition and re uh, mm-hmm. focusing where I'm at at this new level. So I was broken, something yeah. emerged, my new yeah. voice, my new clarity, who I'm really he- here to serve now and support. Cause I've always been evolving. Mm-hmm. And I think that's the biggest thing. We can't just stick to one thing. I, I shift, I change and I'm always supported in the next evolution. I know yeah. if I don't move, it gets stagnant. I, I feel tired. I lose or people start to drop away. So it's an indicator. Okay, this is the next part of the journey or the next branch that I'm expanding into. So I can see that that. I need to keep growing because there's more in me. I didn't know I'd be writing a book. I didn't know that was in me. I didn't know I'd be able to share Mm -hmm. this and help Mm -hmm. maybe other people that are struggling with their own expression or boundaries or, you know, their own acceptance of their power. So I'm really, you know, I'd never thought I'd be a writer. So here I am. Or a <laughs> speaker. Yes, or a speaker yeah. on Teresa's program. <laughs> well, you know, that's, that's, I love the current story because we all can relate to, oh, good God, if I lost my Facebook, I would die. Like everybody's so, and so I love yes. that we talked about this because you modeled, because your, your story is go into the free fall, don't fight it mine it like feel all the feelings like you didn't spiritually bypass and go kids in the lord's will like you didn't do that you felt you were terrified i mean i reached out and i'm like holy shit woman and that's when we reconnected around the like i said i think you've got some trauma and you're like yes this has triggered a bunch of trauma and it was right we talked and we released some of the trauma so you you demonstrated how to not be afraid of whatever's in front of you right and and the the like and good things are coming. Next level you is coming, the new iteration. And you didn't plan that consciously. You just followed it. Oh, okay. TikTok. Who would have thought, right? And you're gonna be a freaking star on TikTok. Oh my god, girl. <laughs> oh, you're in a rocket. Okay. Where can people maybe not TikTok yet? Because or whenever you get no. your <laughs> set up, but where can people follow you and find you? And well, I'm you- on Instagram at the moment, but Instagram. I will be um launching my book shortly so you can look out for that the mystic woman's compass but I do yeah I do want to um, support other people in that transition where they feel like I don't know what my next step is I'm I'm helping them guide them to the next next Mm. bit of their evolution so that they're at a whole new level of receiving and support and yeah new possibilities of 
just expanding and feeling brilliant mm. and seeing people and just making a difference. I think that's the thing. I'm always well, and you're a beautiful demonstration of that. That's why we chronicled the story, right? From yes. scared, compliant girl to this one. Look at her. She's freaking yeah. radiating. All right. Yeah. So all Mirangela's contact information is going to be in the show notes. It has been a joy, darling, to be with you. I've loved, I've loved having you. Thank you so much. Thank you. It's been wonderful. Well, thank you. And I (laughs) want to tell you, if you're listening, think about who do I know that needs to hear this? Who do I know that is maybe in that dark night, maybe in that free fall, maybe going, what the hell did I do something wrong? Like, who do I know that if they could hear these words today, they would get some calm, they would get an understanding, they would get context, right? Because a lot of this was context, like, oh, that's what's happening. That's why it's happening. Who do I know that might have some stuff from their families or their histories or their their whatever is holding them back? Like, so send this episode to two people and enjoy. Have a blessed week. Thanks so much. Bye. Hey, this is Teresa, and I'm so excited that you were with us today for another episode of the Fiercely Brilliant Podcast. You know, if you are inspired to get to that brilliant place, if you heard some wisdom today that made you think, yeah, I need some help in that area, I would encourage you to have a conversation with me. Super simple. You just go to treeskelly.com forward slash let's connect. It's a no charge, no pressure conversation. And if I can support you to clear the blocks, to really step into that brilliance, oh my gosh, it would be a delight. And I'll be honest with you, we'll just have a great conversation and see where we can take it. Peace and blessings, bye.